Hello, Classic Crew, and welcome back to Classically Abbey Live. Here on my podcast, we get more in-depth on topics that fit in with my classic perspective and traditional values. As a premium subscriber, you get access to three exclusive podcast episodes every month. On today's episode, we're going to be talking all about modesty. I recently started doing study sessions with my local rabbi's wife. In Hebrew, we call that a rabbitzin, and usually she's very educated as well. She's very participatory in the community, and I'm really excited about it because it's something that we call in Hebrew a chavrusa, which means we're studying together. And I asked her if we could focus on modesty. As you guys know, I feel really passionately about modesty as a concept. I know the importance of it because I've stepped away from being modest and then come back to it. And I think that it's really good both internally and emotionally and externally for getting what you want out of your relationships and out of the way that you communicate with people of the opposite sex. But I wanted to talk with the rabbi's wife about how Judaism talks about modesty. And I wanted to talk about it from a religious perspective. And it was so wonderful just to start talking about it from this new perspective. Now, I grew up with the perspective of modesty being important, but for a long time, I've really viewed it more as a practical, important thing to take on than kind of from the spiritual aspect of it. And so it's fun and important, I think, to kind of understand both sides. So today, I really want to talk about what modesty is for, why it's important, how it deals with the world in a realistic way, and why it's something to cherish and embrace rather than reject. So let's get into it. The idea of modesty, we call that sneus in Hebrew, sniut. There's a a couple different uh, pronunciations depending on what region of the world you're in. Uh, I say sneus, that's how I grew up. And the idea of modesty is not just about covering up our bodies because we should cover up, right? It's not just about hiding ourselves. That's really not what it is about at all. We recognize in Judaism the importance and the holiness of the human body. So let's go all the way back to Adam and Eve in the Bible. They didn't know that they were naked, and then they ate from the tree of knowledge and all of a sudden became ashamed of their nakedness. Now, why did that happen? Before Adam and Eve had eaten from the tree of life, the body and the soul were not separate. There wasn't an understanding that the viewing of your physical body was separate from who you were and what you are. It was all very kind of tied into each other. Spirituality was everywhere. And it wasn't like your body and that physical drives of your body were at all separate from your spirituality. When Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge, all of a sudden, things were not bound up in the same way. Our spiritual drives and our physical drives were now separate. And so they became aware of how the physical could be a distraction from the spiritual, right? Before, everything was all together. Everything was wrapped up. But now, it was very clear that the physical animal drives could distract you from the internal spirituality, who you were, 
who you served, and that little piece of God that was within them. And that's when they became ashamed. And that was why they covered up. They realized that they needed to cover themselves in order to make sure that that spiritual part didn't get lost in the physical drives. Now, what does that have to do with us today? What does that have to do with modesty? Well, what that has to do with modesty is that God is within all of us. And what modesty allows us to do, both in the way that we dress and in the way that we act, is bring out that inner divineness. Show that peace of God that's within us. Show who we are. Show our neshama, that means our soul. And show that more than the distraction of the physical. Now, is the physical important? Is the physical something that we we enjoy and that we can take pleasure in? Absolutely, right? God didn't make it so that we were spiritual beings only. There's a reason that we are in physical bodies. It's a, it's a balance, right? We can do good things with our physical bodies, things that make us better, things that we enjoy but don't hurt anyone or don't hurt, hurt ourselves. And we can take it to a terrible place of addiction or hurting someone else. But there is a very important aspect of this, which is that we don't want to ever allow that physical aspect of ourselves to outweigh our souls, to outweigh that inner divinity that God is within us. That is a really beautiful, special thing. The other part of this is that, yes, our bodies are physical, but our bodies are also holy. Our bodies can do holy things. It is through our bodies that we accomplish our spirituality. If we were just souls, we wouldn't be able to act in the world in a way that would bring God into the world. And so our bodies are holy as well. And our bodies have power. And covering up the holiness of our bodies, it goes hand in hand with a lot of what we do in Judaism, which is covering up holy things. Torahs, which we keep in synagogues, are bound and covered and kept in an ark, right? The holiest place in our history, the Holy of Holies in the Holy Temple, that was entirely covered and kept separate and one man went into it one time a year. Judaism is very clear about covering up that which is holy. Why do we do this? It's not out of a sense of shame. Of course not. It's out of a sense of respect. I know the power that this has, and because of that, I am going to cover it. I'm going to respect it. Now think about what we talk about on my channel a lot about modesty when we cover our bodies. It comes from a place of respecting our bodies because we know the power that our bodies have. We know the way that it will affect people. We know what we can get when we expose our bodies in a different way. That stuff is powerful. And when we cover it, it's respecting the holiness of our bodies and of our souls. And that's not oppressive. That's not coming from a bad place to me at all. It's a sensitivity to how beautiful our bodies are and what they can do. Now, modesty isn't just about the way we dress. It's a perspective. It's an understanding of what we are put on earth for. And if it's all about me, 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 and what I'm doing and showing off, that isn't modest. 
Modesty is recognizing what your role is, recognizing how you can accomplish it, and recognizing that you are a vessel for God. It's not about you. It's not about what you did today. It's about how you can use the gifts that God gave you to make the world better. And the world doesn't have to mean going out and being a huge activist that people know. It can mean your world. It can mean your family. The modesty of taking your role, valuing it, and thanking God for it, and recognizing that that is what you were meant to do, that is also a way that you can be modest. Sometimes I think that in today's day and age, it's hard for us to understand what modesty is outside of clothing because it feels like it's about being quiet or not having a personality. I remember as a young woman in high school, I would feel guilty that I was extroverted and that I kind of liked to talk and be funny. And it wasn't just me being kind of quiet and collected and constantly calm. But being modest doesn't mean that you can't have a personality. That isn't what it's about at all. It's about recognizing who you are and why God made you that way. And if that means your personality is a little bit more outspoken, that's okay. You don't have to be quiet and calm. Now, there are women who you can see that quiet, calm, collected energy, and it is very clear that they are modest in their behavior. But there are also women who are more extroverted who still know what they were meant for. And they don't have to have that introverted demeanor for you to recognize that they know that they have a divine mission. And that mission, again, doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be loud. It doesn't have to be in the public sphere. It can be in your community. It can be at home. But I think it's really important to understand and distinguish that being extroverted doesn't make you less modest. If you are using your extroversion as an excuse to draw attention away from what you were meant to do, then yes, you could be crossing away from modesty. But being modest doesn't mean that you have to be quiet. One of the sadder things about the loss of modesty in 2021, the year that we are all living in, is the desensitization of sexuality. Sexuality is a gift. It's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing that men and women are attracted to each other that they want to have sex with each other and that creates life. I mean, how amazing. What an incredible gift that God gave us for us to feel close to our spouses and then to create families. I I mean, I'm grateful for it. I think it's a really special, wonderful thing that God gave to humans. But in today's day and age, I'll just give you two examples of how we've desensitized ourselves to sex so much through the loss of modesty, that now we don't have that same power to our sexuality anymore. So let's start off with free the nipple, right? A lot of women, when they're breastfeeding, they want to say that breastfeeding is entirely natural and that the breast isn't a sexual part of you. It's a functional part of you because you're feeding your child. And if that's the case then I should be able to breastfeed in public and no one should be able to to comment. 
I should be able to do what I want. Well, the problem with this is that if any woman were to take off her shirt in front of her husband and he were to go, ah, so? Because she had totally desexualized her chest, she would be upset. She would be offended. Women do not want to be non-sexual beings. It's just not true. It is part and parcel of the relationships we have with our spouses that we're going to want to be desired. And to remove that entirely so that you can say that women can breastfeed in public without a breast cover because it's functional is A, not realistic, and B, not what you really want. Desensitizing men to the sexual aspect of breasts is not a good thing. We don't want that, right? That's not what we're really looking for. And recognizing the power of our sexuality, recognizing that beautiful gift that God gave us is not a bad thing. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, in the olden days, when men got married, the only woman that they were looking at naked were their wives, right? In a good society, the only woman that this man would ever see naked would be his own wife. There was no competition. The wife didn't have to look like anybody else. Her husband was seeing his wife, and that in and of itself was an exciting thing because where else is he going to see a naked woman? Nowadays, we have pornography. We have Instagram. We have movies with sex scenes. Men are inundated with naked women all the time. Now, even if we take pornography out of the equation, right, because pornography is something that you have to go out of your way to search out, even if it's just movies or posters or a girl walking down the street or going to the beach, (laughs) men are seeing very scantily clad women or naked women. Now, women are not guaranteed excitement from their husband every time they get undressed because their husbands are desensitized to female nudity. And this is what the left wants, (laughs) right? We're going to get a little bit political here, but this is what the left wants. The left wants to desensitize us to sex, but that's not a good thing. It's not good to be desensitized to sexuality. Sexuality should be special between a man and wife. And it's a great thing that we have that. So that is why modesty is important. From a more practical perspective, that is why modesty is a beautiful thing. Because it keeps that sexuality, the power of sexuality, in its rightful place. And it gives it longevity. So these are the thoughts I've been having on modesty. Some of these I got from my Rebitson and I really am happy to share them with you guys. But let me know in the comments what you guys think. I know modesty is kind of a hot topic nowadays. I know a lot of people don't necessarily know how they feel about it, but I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Make sure to drop a comment down below and make sure to share today's podcast with your friends if you think that they would enjoy it. Thank you so much for being a premium subscriber of my Substack, and I'll see you guys in my next video. Bye!